When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Sir Dr. Luke Nelson, and you are listening to Peaceful Moment Podcast. Oh, put Sir Doctor. All righty, y'all. We back in the motion of the ocean. What's goody, family? How y'all feeling? It feels so good to be back in the motion. I know I've been posting a lot. I have one last week. I have one this week. I have one next week. That now it's gonna be consistent now. I just had to take some time to get all my content together, to get all my thoughts together. But no excuses. I know y'all miss me and I miss y'all too. This week on a peaceful moment, we have Sir, Sir Dr. Luke Nelson. Let me tell you something. Amazing young man. We had an incredible, incredible, and we had an incredible conversation. We've had different experiences in our lives, but for some reason, we made it to the same place and we made it together. So, in this episode, Intestinal Fortitude is the name of the game. So sit back, relax, and just be peaceful. I miss y'all. Love you guys. Wait for the wait for the little light to turn on. Awesome. I don't have on my headphones. Yeah, but I thought you pressed record on some like you know what? Let's just get right into it and kind of like. Mm I would never do that. I can't oh. press record without you knowing. Oh. I like my goddamn money. Think I'm about to get sued out here for no reason. <laughs> Yikes! But since you already had in, started in, let me put him off the no, headphones in. No, it's, it's just you know, if you whatever you, it's up to you. However you want. To oh do yeah, we doing it. Let's run it. Talk, that, I don't know. Not pre-talk. Whatever. Pre-talk I, I talk. Know. I know how they got dirty. I was eating. That was um, some good content, though. That was, I was some good content. You was doing the goddamn thing. I'm not going to judge you. You did that. I'm really proud of you. Good afternoon, King. Are you well? I am well, King. How you feel? I'm well. I am just here in this illustrious C.B. Smith Park, mm-hmm. Pembroke Pines, Florida. <laughs> you know, you know the vibes. You know, 954 living. You know, Florida. I heard, I heard it. I heard it. So. Yeah. Before we get started on our topics today, uh, fill the people in where they can find you and any projects you're working on in the future. Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram at Sir Luke Nelson. Um, I also have a personal website, SirLukeNelson.com, um, and pretty much on all platforms, Sir Luke Nelson. Until further notice. Mm-hmm. Any projects in the future? Um, I will be documenting my experiences uh, in medical school and, you know, just really continuing my work in the community as a community health organizer. Mm -hmm. Um, So just very much uh, physical experiences and just, uh, you know, got to feel me. The people got to feel me. So, you know, I guess the projects are uh, 
spirit led so Mm -hmm. so you know i move when the spirit moves just like Mm. that you know (laughs) shondo i felt that in my goodness (laughs) deep in my shondo so uh if you want to shout out your alma maters real quick yes um so i am a recent graduate of columbia university in new york city um and uh you know incoming student at uh I guess I should make a podcast announcement. Um, oh, exclusive. Right. Exclusive. exclusive. Okay, this go exclusive ahead. exclusive for the people. Um, I will be attending the Howard University College of Medicine um, in the coming fall. So check me out, Washington, D.C. If you are in Washington, D.C., the DMV area, let us link up and rise together mm-hmm. so um yes 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 so that's that's my future alma mater um and uh yeah so that's pretty much that and i um went to college academy at broward college um you know full-time dual enrollment student um graduated with highest honors um uh, at broward college um And I went to Cooper City High School for two years. Mm -hmm. That was a whole experience in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Very traumatic. We can talk about that as well. Okay. And then, (laughs) um, and then also to I went to Parkway Middle School of the Arts. Oh, we ain't going back. I don't know how how deep you want to go, but it's just like you know, it's a whole journey. You know, it's a whole Mm -hmm. journey. Um, And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much you know. I guess you know for the Florida peeps, you know, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much. You know, because I love Parkway. Middle school was like a time in my life. You know, I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. It's, I still hold it that time, you know, just really near and dear to my heart. Got you. That's beautiful, though. Yes. Because middle school wasn't no, uh, what she said, no crystal staff for your boy. Yeah, yeah. But, so, so for the last few episodes of the podcast, we've been talking about our rock bottom moments mm. and being at rock bottom. Yes. So I shared my experience uh, when I was in the military. Wow, you were in the military? Oh yeah, child. Wow. Episode wow. dropping next week Tuesday. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> we, th- we, we we thank you for your service, my mm-hmm. brother. We thank I you appreciate for your it. I did service. Yeah. I did both yeah. of them. Yeah. I did do service. Yeah. But, um, the reason behind I'm um, the reason behind uh, the rock bottom stories, is that I want people to know if you're at rock bottom. This is not a place where you should fear anything. Right. You're at a beautiful state in life. Yes. And so I'm getting everybody to share their rock bottom story. So if there's somebody out there who is at rock bottom, they know that like, oh, shit, this is my come up. Mm-hmm. This is when I'm going to start moving and doing right. better in life, you know? Right. So real fast, what does rock bottom mean to you is what I'm trying to say. Right, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. I, rock bottom is when you are at your most vulnerable Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's when I, I, a picture that came to my mind was when um, uh, Viola Davis in that classic episode of How to Get Away with Murder, um, she was just stripping away all the eyelashes, mm-hmm. the makeup, the wig, mm-hmm. the clothes, you know, everything. You saw just, the braids and everything. You saw the braids. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the edges. You saw everything. everything. She, was, she was laying it bare. And I think that rock bottom is when you literally look at yourself in the mirror and you see you know i guess all of your imperfections and you sit with them because they all come to a head Mm -hmm. and they and and, and in some kind of way 
you know, they really, um, I want to say suppress you or, 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 or they sort of um, give you this weight, this weighty feeling. Um, and, and I think that the best way to describe it is just, you know, what do you do when you can't do anymore? Mm-hmm. When, when things have gone beyond your reach, when things mm. have gone beyond what you can control, right? Um, but the only thing you can own is your state of being and your positioning within that, mm-hmm. right? That's the only thing that you can do is just accept your position, but not more so your play because you don't have any more cards to play, yeah. right? You just know your position. So mm-hmm. I think that that's how I would describe rock bottom. Which is beautiful. Yesterday, um, I met a, um, a doctor in psychotherapy from FIU, and she was telling me that... Um, when you're at rock bottom, it's so beautiful because you're at, I don't, I can't really tell you what she said because she said some scientific shit. And so, but I, what I can tell you is how I interpreted what she said. I felt that it was a time where you sit at the bottom of the pit mm. and everything that you held comfortable to you, your blankets and your nice bed and your mommy, your daddy, all that's gone. Mm. Only thing is down in that pit is just you and you and you. Yes. There's nothing else for you to grab onto. There's no more lies you can hold onto to keep you up on that wall. You know mm. what I'm saying? Right. Um, there's no more denial. There's no nothing more. else for you to denial because you're now you're at the bottom of the pit with you and yourself. And then the questions arise, you know? What am I doing down here? How did I get down here? And where am I going? What does it take for me to get out of this hole? You know what I'm saying? And so I think the the best thing to do just be brave enough to answer that question. You got to answer that goddamn question. Right. Extremely right. terrifying, though. Oh, my goodness. It's so terrifying because, you know, these are the questions that we don't want to answer. You know, these are mm-hmm. the things that we run away from on a daily basis. You know, it's those thoughts that we let escape from our reality. You know, I think that um, it, it takes a sense of bravery, a courage, um, intestinal fortitude that's what yes. I used to call it oh my goodness intestinal fortitude I love that I love that because you know when I started my company I started my company last year in 2020 it's called Resilient Solutions mm. um, combo yeah and Resilient Solutions is an emerging global strategy firm that's dedicated to increasing health equity through means of media technology education and innovation and so really i think about the name of my company uh because really at the end of the day you can have all the solutions in the world but if you are not resilient about seeing those solutions through Mm -hmm. about seeing them to the finish line then who cares what solutions you have to my problems to your problems to our collective problems um i think you know part of what i'm experiencing or what i have experienced is that when I'm at the rock bottom and I'm trying to and I'm trying to find my way out and trying to find my way up, you know, you know, really, I have to be resilient. You mm-hmm. have to have that intestinal fortitude. And it's so funny that you use that word because when I was around last year in July of 2020, mm-hmm. I actually had digestive issues. Mm-hmm. And I actually hold a lot of my stress in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I hold it in my stomach. 
And so when I think about my rock bottom, I think about the time when I was so stressed out about medical school. I was Mm -hmm. so stressed out about taking the MCAT. And the MCAT, for anyone who doesn't know, is the medical college admission test. And that's a seven hour and 30 minute exam. Oh. Yes. And it has general chemistry, it has organic chemistry, it has biology, it has sociology, it has psychology, it has math. You have to be able to have critical reading skills. Um, You know, you have to also be able to be well versed in, you know, all different types of sciences. And Mm -hmm. they all sort of, you know, sort of coalesce and, 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 and integrate with one another. And I was terrified of that test mm-hmm. so much so that my my whole body, just my immune system, my stomach was like eating itself, mm-hmm. literally. Um, hurricane, what the right, hell? Right, All right. right. We're going to have to uh, migrate. Okay, okay. It's very like chill, conversations, vibes, you know. I'm trying to destroy stigmas. Yes. I'm trying to get rid of um, the things that we hold. We heal secret. Another thing that lady told me yesterday, it was a, a crazy experience, and I'm like, I'm so glad I met her yesterday. Yeah. How did you meet her? Tell me about this woman. I, um, so I do home installations. So I went mm. to her house yesterday to fix her TV. Mm. Her TV wasn't working right, and she's been waiting for three weeks for somebody to come out. Wow. Somehow, she was scheduled to meet. Mm. But it was, it was a three-week wait. I'm not sure how she got to me. There's other people who were available to help her. Mm. But for some reason, she got me. It's divine. So I went, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Divine intervention. But I went to her house. We were talking, talking. I, told, I was telling her about the podcast. and um, As you should. Uh, come on now. I'll tell everybody about it. Right. Because I'm trying to always find somebody new, you know. Right. So I was asking her about some stuff. And she told me um, people are only as healthy as their sickest secret. Mm, repeat that. People are only as healthy as their sickest secret. Mm, mm. So... Whatever I'm holding inside of me, whatever piece of information that I sit on and won't allow anybody close get close to, mm-hmm. I'm only as healthy in my mind, my body, my mm. spirit as whatever that is. Mm. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And when you're at rock bottom, all that you hold all that stuff together. You hold it in your hand. Yes. All your secrets, your trauma, your pain, the happiness. Every little piece, you have to make a little inventory of really what's going on. And in that moment, you have to sit there and say, like, damn, these are my tools. This is all I got. It's been 23 years. Now what do I do with this? Mm. You know? You're 23? Hmm? Yes, I'm mm-hmm. 23, too. I'm actually turning 24 in May, 28th. I just, yeah, I just turned 23. Yeah. You just eat. Nice. When's your birthday? June 12th. Wow. But my fake birthday was May 12th this year. Okay. Because I'm not going to be here June 12th, so we got lit May 12th. Oh, where are you going to be for June 12th? At my dad's house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your dad? In Ocala. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm uh, I'm going to be traveling the country the rest of June to see my uh, rest of my family. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. And I, I think that's important. You know. It's going to be a lot of money. But I thought about it and I sat down and I was like, I'm never going to regret that. Yeah. I'm never going to regret this. Yeah. Spending this this stupid amount of money on plane tickets and rental cars and all this stuff. Yeah. Money comes and goes. But right. time with my family is finite. 
Right. Money's right, infinite. Right, right. And and that's why, you know, even in even in the making of my decision, um, you know, to go to to go to Howard, um, mm-hmm. I was afraid to make that decision because I didn't have all of the the I didn't have all of the information. Um, because I had received um, different, I was actually on the wait list at Howard, mm-hmm. and Howard was the only school um, that after I left, because everything was a Zoom interview, so mm-hmm. after I had finished the Zoom interview, I felt chills, mm-hmm. I actually felt goosebumps, mm-hmm. And I think about the last time I felt goosebumps was when I put on my first pair of glasses. And when I, mm-hmm. so, so just for a little, you know, backstory. Cause that confused me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when I got my first pair of glasses, I was about 11 years old mm-hmm. and my mom took me to go see an optometrist and, you know, she saw that I was always watching SpongeBob. We love SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, I, I would sort of stand with my nose pressed to the, to, to the TV. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, why is he always standing so close to the, to the TV? It was because I could not see, right? My vision was blurred. And she knew immediately that I needed glasses. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I got my first pair of glasses, I started to cry. Mm-hmm. I felt goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And I said, who is this man? What did he just do to mm. my life? And I want to be just like him when I grow up. Dr. Scott Pearl of mm. Family Eyesight. And I just, I just stuck to him like a fly. And I said, listen, I want to do what you do. You know, teach me. I want to learn from you. And that was the same exact feeling that I felt mm. after leaving my Howard interview. Was it clarity? It was clarity. Oh! It was clarity. Oh, I feel like shouting. Keep keep going. Right. It was clarity. It was clarity. Mm. And I just felt that if if medical school, because this was in the thick of the pandemic, okay, Mm. I tell you, this was like. This was at your rock bottom? Oh, yes. This was at my rock bottom because Mm. I felt like the entire medical school application process was like the pits of the fire. And Not the value of the shadow of death. Right, oh right, God. right. It's like they always say getting into medical school is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Once you get in, you, it's hard to, to not pass or to not finish medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's disadvantageous not only for the medical school, but the medical student, you know. Um, so... You know, cut to me thinking, wow, if medical school was going to be on Zoom for the rest of the pandemic or for the next four years, I said, this is the place to be because I want to feel like this every day when I exit from a Zoom conversation. But going back to what we were talking about in terms of money, you know, Mm -hmm. being, you know, finite, you know, money is infinite, right, is what you said. I think about that because now that I was weighing my decisions, I didn't have all the options Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, understanding what scholarships I was going to get from Howard or, you know, the scholarships that I was going to get from, you know, various different other schools. But I, I... pick the school based on how it made me feel mm-hmm. how did I feel I, I thought about those goosebumps and I thought about those chills that I felt 
um, I think making decisions based on finances and money is coming, it will come from a place or a mindset of scarcity or lack. You know, it, it's very tricky territory. So I, it's very important to have that mindset about money. So that, that's really an important, a poignant um, um, thought right there. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, how long would you say when you were in the pit? Well, going back before, you know, we had to migrate, I was talking about, <laughs> because, okay, so, you know, in terms of the pit, right? So, I was in the pit for a long, long time, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, after I had taken th- that seven hour and 30 minute MCAT, God, um, that's a shift yeah i i mean first of all i was i studied for that test for a year Goddamn. and i took i studied mm-hmm. almost every day mm-hmm. literally every day for that exam and i had finally taken it you know i had co- come come across so much you know the the pandemic you know they had to re re you know reschedule my exam mm-hmm. you know and then every time i started you know it, it felt like something was there to block me you know and i got to a point where i was literally vomiting water mm. i couldn't hold anything down in my stomach um even during my time you know at columbia you know this is you know really personal too you know i was i would go use the bathroom and i would look at the toilet and i would see blood mm. in the toilet mm-hmm. um you know so when you talk about intestinal fortitude right it, it's just it's just i never thought about it that way because even when i get nervous i feel sweat in my stomach you know what i mean um you know, sometimes when I'm going to do something big, you know. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right there. It's right know? there. You know, I, before, you know, I don't know how deep I'm going to go, but, you know, like, yeah, I, I, it really resonates with me in a very deep way. And so I got to a point where my dad literally had to carry me into the emergency room right down the street at Memorial Hospital Emergency. And I was at my lowest of lows. I was in the bathroom taking a shower on the floor Mm. right and i had to use essential oils and rub myself with you know essential oils because i read something somewhere um, that you can activate essential oils by putting it at the bottom of your shower and letting the hot water hit the essential oils and the steam will rise up so i wanted Mm. the steams of those essential oils to really get into my skin um and i had to just pray over myself um and really bring myself back to life because i couldn't eat couldn't sleep i couldn't even lay down um i couldn't eat any there was nothing for me to do um but like you said sit with everything all of your doubts all of your fears all of your worries all of your concerns am i good enough um am i worthy enough you know, is this for me? Is this something that I want to go through with? Do I deserve this? Do I deserve this? You know, do I even deserve to be in the position to go to medical school, to even apply to medical school, mm-hmm. right? 
um, because why is this thing attacking my body so much? What is attacking me? Is me attacking me, right? Am I attacking myself? These are the questions, you know, and, and you can, I've, I've literally, you can eat yourself up with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I can. know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before. Yeah. 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 I did it today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Driving yeah. to therapy. I was in the car like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it's possible. It's mm-hmm. possible. Those thoughts will literally eat you up alive, mm-hmm. you know? So that's it. So, so, so to answer your question, you know, it, it's like, when was it? I, I don't even know when it started. Mm. That's the thing, too, because mm. it'll come upon you and you wouldn't even know. Right. It's, it's almost like a sneak attack because it's, it's something you've been waiting on. You know, it's lurking in the distance, but you just don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Mm. So when it hits you, it, like when people say it hits you, you hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's not something that you even expect to happen or, you know, I can't even tell you the time or the date. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just knew how I felt when I felt it or, you know, it's 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 something that is a very supernatural feeling as well, mm-hmm. too, you know, because you go to the deepest realm you know this is a part this is a powerful topic brother like listen you taking us there when you get down there into the bottom of the bottom in the depths of your soul you're gonna see a lot of things in there but uh <laughs> let me tell you my little experience with uh, rock bottom yeah so uh the other day i did mushrooms okay i did you know nice. i'm not one to um to experiment you're not oh. i'd be like no that's Okay, mm-hmm. I'm a be. I'm but a scientist, I'm, so I love to experiment. Okay. Experiments are how you test your hypothesis, you know. But, but that's very interesting. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. So I did that, and I. Um, what was your experience like? It was it was really really good. Like I was slammed. Like I was high 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 high. But it started off very slow and very easy. Um, I was in my friend's house, and I looked at the floor, and only had a little piece. It was like, uh, I came in a little chocolate bar. Oh. And so I ate two little pieces of the chocolate bar, and then I looked at the floor probably like 45 minutes later. The floor was jumping. The lines on the floor were moving. Lord And I was mercy. like, here it go. Here it go. Then I looked at his bed sheets, and he had like dogs on his bed sheets, and the dogs started moving. Not moving. But then I realized like, oh, these dogs aren't moving. My eyes won't stay steady. Wow. Because I have um, one of my eyes is lazy. So like okay. it'll go like this sometimes. Okay. Know? So I was watching it and I was like, oh, yeah. So let me take my ass home. So I got home and I, I parked my car and I found myself at the bottom of the pit. Wow. Really? Yeah. I sat in my car and I, I found myself there. And instead of me being terrified and, um, and, being nervous or being mm. like, having like a, a defensive reaction to that that feeling mm. i was like let's go let's go let's do this wow high as hell on mushrooms high as hell on mushrooms i'm yeah. sitting in my car doing a little bit of introspection trying to figure out what i can do with all these things i looked at my bank account and i was like okay i got a good amount of money but then i weighed out my my available balance to my debt and I was like, okay, I don't have any money. Mm. 
the money that I saved up doesn't even belong to me. Mm. Because at the end of the day, that bank could be like, I want my money today, and then I have nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, then I started thinking about um, taking mental inventory. Mm. I started like saying, like, where am I at in life? Um, I made a few lists, that's my thing. Making lists to know exactly where I am in life. Um, let me see exactly what I wrote. So what were your lists about? Or, or you said it was just about sort of um, where you are in life. This is what I... Um, it's like a check-in. Exactly. Like a mental inventory. Mental inventory. So I said... Um, it's like a catalog of what you were thinking about at that particular time. Exactly. Got it. So number one, I put what problems am I currently facing? And I, put, I made a little list and I said all the things that are bothering me. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to shut down the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I should. Yeah, I'm if, if you die. want, <laughs> I, I find that I find that secrecy does not equal to privacy, and privacy does not equal to to, to secrecy. Mm. Because there was a time in my life where this is very important. I actually got this lesson from Gabrielle Union, um, who I found her making a comment about this on on Twitter. And so I find that people find that you know because they have to. Maintain a sense of privacy mm-hmm. that they that, that that comes along with shame mm-hmm. because they feel like they're hiding something. No, you're not hiding something. Maybe you're protecting something. Maybe something that you um, are keeping to yourself. Um, you know, needs to be kept to yourself mm-hmm. um, because not everything belongs to the world. So you know, and and and, Say that part. and, and even for myself too. You know, like you would think, oh, you know, I have a podcast. Like I want to share all of my deepest, you know, things and all of the things that that come to my mind. But, you know, you know, I I think that just because you have a podcast, you know, you 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 don't have to do anything that you do not want to do. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very important um, thing. That I just wanted to throw in there. But yes, continue, continue. I heard you, doctor. Um, so number one, I put what problems am I currently facing? That's what you got to do. Yeah, you got to sit down and say, what what's really out here? What things are coming up against me? Mm-hmm. And you have to be introspective as well, saying what what am I fucking up at? At what point in my life am I doing the damage? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you can be like, yeah, him, he's my damn problem. Mm-hmm. But how did you how did he get here? Mm. How did you how did he get inside this house? Did he bust down the door? Did you unlock it for him? Did you invite him in? You know what I'm saying? Right. How did we, how did we get here? Right. You included. Um, what things do I need to change? I wrote down everything that I needed to change. Wow. And I heard on the podcast, the reason why I started doing this, uh, the Joey Diaz podcast, he said, to be successful in life, you have to be brutally honest with yourself. Wow. Brutally honest. Brutally, yeah, of course. So honest, you hurt your own feelings a little bit. Right. And that night, high as hell on mushrooms, I was very honest with myself. Wow. Extremely. And it was at a point where um, I felt like I felt defense mode coming on. But I'm like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You going to beat my ass? I can't beat my own ass. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. You going to get mad at me? You can't ignore me. I'm you. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And I'm having this dialogue with myself because, I, like, it's so easy to just be like, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. But this is you. If you don't deal with it now, then when? All right. It's going to come back up. All right. You're going to be at the bottom of the pit one more time. Hmm. 
So you might as well deal with it now while you're looking up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting how, you know, you got in your car, you know, you experienced movement, and that was where your mind took you to, right? Mm-hmm. It took you to that bottom of the pit, those feelings that came with that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the thing was, I didn't feel bad. Right. There was no bad feeling at all. Right. What it was, it was more of a, it was actually pretty, it was pretty funny. Because mm. I still was high. I was mm. very high. Right. But it was a, it was realness, you know. I mm. saw my real self and I looked in the mirror when I got in my house and I saw myself. Mm. And I was like, you're down bad, bro. And it was, it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious because I saw myself and I'm like, this is me. Mm. This is me in all my glory and all my shame wow. and everything. This is me. So when I had that feeling and I had a, that talk of myself, there was no bad blood. There was no anger. There was no sadness. There were no tears. Now, in times before, there, sometimes me at rock bottom was very violent. Hmm. It was very emotional. It was very like, I don't know what the word. Is it tumultuous? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Some mm-hmm. big ass SAT word. Something mm-hmm. up there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Right, right, right. It was like a, a very violent physical reaction. Like mm-hmm. Screaming, crying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this time, because I've done my work, I know who I am now. I can be uncomfortable with myself and look myself in the mirror and give myself an honest answer. You know right, I mean? right, right. And, and, and I think it's, I, I think the reason why you were laughing was because you didn't feel any fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, you know, the fear factor can be your X factor, you know, and the fact that you were able to, you know, look yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a beautiful thing, brother, because at the end of the day, you know, regardless of the route that you took to get there, it's still powerful. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. Like for me personally, you know, I often, you know, look at myself, you know, and, and, and I, I guess for me it's like I, I tend to go and, and really nitpick at myself, you mm-hmm. know, a lot, you know, and really critiquing myself and, you know, and laughing at myself, you know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, <laughs> um, and, and I think that sometimes, you know, you don't really have to do that with a sense of fear. You know, I feel like once you layer on that fear onto that glazed donut, you know what I mean? That's when it becomes the perfect storm, the perfect storm, you know. But if you snatch that fear out of that equation, you could walk with a boldness, Mm. you know, because, you know, you've taken stock, you've taken inventory. I love that list. I haven't even seen the list. Do I even need to see the list? No. But the <laughs> fact that you, the fact that you have that list at mm-hmm. the ready, at the pool, it's because nobody can check you, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody can check you because you know exactly I've what seen you the hold. Bottom. You've seen the bottom. And even if somebody tries to check you, you can say, listen, you don't even know the half. You don't even know the half. Because if it. you knew the half, you probably wouldn't be talking to me right now. Exactly. Right? If you knew the... If you seen me in the darkest of days, the, the blackest of nights, how Batman go? The darkest of days, the blackest of nights. Something right, like that. right, something like that. That ain't Batman. That's um. I, I don't even. That's know. the Green Lantern, child. Oh my I, goodness. I, 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 I the darkest I, of I, days, I, the blackest of night. Um, 
Green yeah. Lantern's a light day light. Come yeah. on now. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. You know, honestly, I'm not even going to front. I, oh I, I'm not Marvel. I'm not DC. I don't you know. You watch the cartoon, though? I didn't. I don't even know about Lord of the Rings. I don't you know nothing about SpongeBob. Harry Potter. I, I yeah, I was watching SpongeBob. And you were Dis Disney Channel. Um, oh, and child. you know, there's a time, you know, but it's I, I don't even I wasn't even playing I was playing Sims. Sims. Yeah, I was playing Sims. I wasn't really like I you played Mortal Kombat. I played Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um okay. but the games, um, I was reading books. You know? Yeah, I was reading books because you a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you then, a doctor. You know the thing about it is too. I had an older sister, mm -hmm. so I was always trying to catch up because she was older. She's like eight years older than me. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, you know, with my sister, I was always trying to play with the big kids. Mm -hmm. And the, what the big kids were doing, I wanted to do what the big kids were doing. I wanted to play what they were playing. I wanted to do things that they were doing. And they were reading books. They were doing, you know, different stuff. Now that you made it from the pit, mm -hmm. one thing I think is really important is to build a roadmap for yourself. And mm -hmm. yesterday, the, um, the doctor in psychotherapy at FIU, can't remember her name, but she's going to be on a podcast in a few weeks. Hey, man. Yeah. I definitely told her, I'm like, I'm coming back to your house, lady. I'm, I'm right. coming back. Right. But she said, the most important thing you can do is visualize yourself. Hmm. So, oh my how... Goodness. I have to meet this woman from FIU now. Oh, no, she's good. She, she was, at the end, when I left her house, she said, I would love to give you an evaluation. Would you be okay with that? And I was like, I would love that. And she's like, all right, so who do I contact? Do I contact your manager? Or do, you, do I contact, like, Best Buy Corporate? And I'm like... What do you mean? She's like, to give you evaluation on your service. I was like, oh, the service. I thought you meant a mental evaluation. <laughs> and she's like, no, no. Uh, you about to get a promotion. You know that, right? You better get prepared. You better get your you shoes You see what I'm ready. saying, right? Get your coat Not my the, shoes. You got to get your little <laughs> jacket, you know, Let everything. me tell you something. You got to get ready. You about to get that promotion. Mm-hmm. Better speak into it. If you want a promote, do you want a promotion? Don't sound like you want it. You had you had a second mm -mm, guess. I don't want promotion. No promotion. It's already enough. It's already enough. I won't. I don't want a promotion. Okay. I want. What do you want? This. Okay. This is my promotion. Right. This is my next step. I don't want to continue on the path of uh, of working in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. I don't want to live in the. Mm -hmm. Capitalistic society. Mm -hmm. I want to be free of this. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to live I on a farm, growing sunflowers mm -hmm. with poinciana trees all around my house. Okay, and I want to come into. Oh, you have a vision. Oh yeah, I want to come into society to do my podcast. Yeah, teach people the good news. The good teach news. people how to love themselves. Wow, and go back to my farm. Mm -hmm. That's how I want to live my life. Mm -hmm. Well, what the hell going on back there? Yeah. Oh, I just told you. Um, I just told you what I was just about to ask you. How do you vision yourself in the coming years? Mm, the coming years. I mean, like after your medical your medical school journey. Yeah. What is your when you don your crown? <laughs> when you don your crown? When you leave the pit and you don your crown? What right. Um. So so when I leave the pit, um, I. When I emerge from mm. the pit, right? 
Um, I, I think when you're resurrected, right? The resurrection, right? When when you roll back the tombstone, he rose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I often think too um, is really, uh, um, I envision mostly the community. Mm-hmm. I don't really see myself. I see the people around me. I see us as a collective community coming together mm-hmm. you know i see myself in the midst thereof you know I, I think you know part of it is really understanding that it's not it, it you know like you said teaching and spreading the good word there's something in me that knows that when i come from the pit um that i will be in the midst of of, of community um of, of individuals who who I've, who know, or who, who understand what it means to love, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the deepest of ways, you know, in the nourishing of ways, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that, you know, <clears throat> who was in the pit in the Bible? Was it David? David was in the pit. His brothers threw him in the pit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. With, with his um, with his coat, with his garment, with his garment, with his garment, you know. But when he came out of the pit, right? He he oh! he, he got to work. <laughs> he got to work. He got to work. He did so much, mm. you know. He did so much mm. um, work, and 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 that's what I want, you know. When I emerge, I want to come out with a testimony. I want to bring people, you know, in, you know, and, and, and that's what I really want. I want us to just come together and rise up, mm-hmm. really. Um, that's the only thing I want. I got you. You know? And as we close, so this is your moment. This mm-hmm. is your moment. This is when you like, you know what I'm talking about? This is when you get your little, you get your uh, your name on the board. You know what I'm talking about? This right. is how you get your uh, your canvas. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. For anybody out there at rock bottom, what good news do you have for them? For anybody out there who is, who, what is it, who, who's at their rock bottom? Who's in the pit. Who's in the pit, I just want to let you know that the pit is designed, mm. right? The pit is designed by you. Really, I believe that we are the architects of our surroundings and our reality. If you are locked by your mind and if you're trapped by your circumstances, you have to design your way out. There is nothing else that you can do but begin to dictate what it is that you need to do to get out. You are the one in the pit. You are by yourself. What are you going to do? So the good news is you are all that you need. Anything that you thought that you needed, anything that you felt that you wanted, anything that you sensed that you're lacking or that you didn't have, the good news is you can reframe your thinking. You can, you can literally
transform your environment simply by your imagination. So the good news is you are the final person who has the last say so. That's it. You know, you it, it, it's, it's just that simple, right? How are you going to get out? How are you going to get out? It starts with you. And the good news is you don't need anything else but you, yourself, and, 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 just, and just your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul, and your passion. Somebody say self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency. Like so, like that. Say it. Like so, like that. There you go. <laughs>